You are now listening to the Warfighter Foundation Radio with your host, Derek Plyman. Hey, what's up, guys? This is the Warfighter Foundation Radio. As always, I am your host, Derek Plyman. Thank you for for stopping in and listening to us. Uh, first off, to all the listeners out there, I I do want to apologize. It's been uh, it's been a little bit since our last podcast, and it is definitely all my fault. I've been pretty pretty busy on the home front. So I promise you, though, that it will not happen again. So, uh, like I said, I'm glad you guys are listening to us. Um, so yeah, let's get to, uh, let's see. We, we just finished up our t-shirt fundraiser. Um, if you did purchase a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, thank you. Um, they should be actually delivered here within the next day or two. Um, I know I, I purchased one and I think it should actually be delivered today, which is, what is today? Today's June 1st. Wow. First day of June. So yeah, so like I said, if you if you purchased one, thank you. It definitely helped us out. Um, we hit our goal, so that's good. So like I said, small stuff like that, it's definitely going to start growing though. So who knows? Today a t-shirt, tomorrow a gun. We'll see. But uh, who knows it? Last week... I was on a Global Recon podcast with John Hendricks. Uh, great guy. It's good talking to him. Um, if you don't know Global Recon podcast, they have a uh, basically a podcast every week. I think he interviews somebody in the military community or special operations community. And uh, like I said, I was privileged enough to support the Warfighter Foundation. So we kind of talked about my past experiences with the military and... Uh, as a as a contractor so it was good talking to him though um check out their their instagram it's ig recon and uh their facebook page is fb recon and uh i think their website is just globalrecon.net so check them out give them a like give them a follow listen to their podcast and thank you for the people who are global recon fans and started listening to our podcast because of it so it's uh like I said, uh, we're just trying to do this for, for you guys out there. Um, just kind of bring awareness to what we're doing. So thank you for listening. Um, Memorial Day was this past weekend. So if you... I I hope you had a good Memorial Day. I had a okay Memorial Day. I I went to a bachelor party down in West Virginia. We did a little whitewater rafting. So unfortunately, I was not able to do the Memorial Day Murph. I usually do it every year, but we'll just say I was very hungover from the bachelor party, and the last thing I wanted to do was uh, do a bunch of push-ups, sit-ups, and, and pull-ups. So, <laughs> or what is it? Push-ups, squats, and pull-ups. There we go. And and definitely no running for me. But if you did it, good job. Glad. I know a couple of guys on the uh, Warfighter Foundation, They they did it. And uh, they they did pretty good, uh, what I heard. So, but yeah, Memorial Day, you know, Memorial Day, it's 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 kind of, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about it. I I love Memorial Day and what it actually resembles, and that you are definitely supposed to, you know, give 
remembrance to everyone who lost their life in the in the fight but it's sad how many people have no idea what Memorial Day is I know we post a video um what was it on, on our Facebook page it was basically some guy I don't know who the guy's name is but he just walked around and he was in California of course he was but uh just walked around and just asked people if they knew what Memorial Day was and like nobody had a clue and I just think that amazes me you know even since I can remember I knew what Memorial Day was and I don't know if it's just because the way I was raised and my parents told me what Memorial Day was but I know that was the day where you remembered people who fallen in war or the military and it's crazy, man. People, they didn't even care either. They're like, eh, whatever, it's, you know, I, I just get a day off. That's all I care about. I, I don't really care what it means or what it is. And, like, that's how I realized that half the people, more than half, I have, like, a what's called a 97% rule. 90% of the people I probably hate that I meet. And the people who don't care about Memorial Day, I guarantee you, you are in that 97% tile. There's roughly probably 3% of the people in this world that I could stand. But yeah, it's just crazy, though, that nobody knew what it was. And now, here's the thing. I can't talk about, you know, not having a barbecue on Memorial Day because, well, I did. And I, I did, like, the atypical, you know, Memorial Day, go whitewater rafting, get drunk, and, and you know, barbecue. That's exactly what I did. But at the same time, you know, I, I definitely gave remembrance. I like to always pour pour a drink uh, for my buddies. So, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of same with Veterans Day, honestly. I'm not a big fan of Veterans Day. You know, when it comes to a, excuse me, when it comes to a, a company or a restaurant giving me free stuff just because I'm a veteran, like, that's bullshit in my opinion. I hate it. I didn't join the the military to get a free bloomin' onion. And those are only like 10 cents, so, you know, thanks a lot. But, I don't know, I I think it's more of just like a Hallmark holiday. Just a day to have off and enjoy. And if you actually know what it is, thank you. Thank you for uh, giving remembrance to to all our fallen comrades, brothers, sisters, everybody. But, yeah, so... Let's keep it going, though. I, I know we, we posted, there was this article about some some kid, he drove through all these memorial, all these crosses on this cemetery, and all these people went haywire about it. They actually found the guy. But we posted that article, and we some kid, man, I don't even know his name, Brett or whatever, some stupid name. He started calling us racist and stuff. Like, I'm not racist. If the person who does that is African American, I'm just calling it as I see it. He could have been Asian for all I give a shit. But when you do something like that and you run over crosses, I fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> you're a fucking douchebag. Let's just be real here. Hey, he called us racist and saying how we're just making fun of him or belittling, belittling him because of his race. Like... If you actually look at the article and what we said, we didn't say anything about him being a black or African-American or anything. 
we just made fun of him because he was being a douche and he got what he deserved i guess i mean he got caught and uh so yeah whoever you are calling us a racist you can go in your basement and suck on your mom's tit for a little bit because that's probably what he's doing playing world of warcraft and you know jerking off sorry it's kind of early so i'm going to take a sip of coffee ah some good stuff right there it's uh not black rifle coffee company but it's pretty darn close Oh, so, you know, I, I, I didn't want to talk about this, but the news attention has has really, it, it's grabbed this and everyone's just going crazy about it. But this whole kid jumping into the gorilla exhibit at the Cincinnati Zoo is, it's really just kind of boggling my mind um, a little bit. And you know what? Here's the thing. I can see both ways. If my kid somehow fell into a gorilla exhibit, guess what? I don't care what you have to do. My kid's going to get out. I don't shoot the gorilla. He's an animal. Like no animal is above a human being. I'm sorry. Except a dog. I love dogs. But a gorilla like not too many people know if that gorilla wanted to, it could have ripped that kid in half. At the same time, how you let your son fall into a gorilla exhibit at a zoo. You might be, honestly, the worst parent in the world. Like, you're you're up there with Casey Anthony, and she basically killed her, her daughter. You are a horrible mother. And they, they actually interviewed the, the lady who shot the video. And she said... Yeah, I heard the kids saying that he was going to jump in the exhibit. Now, one, when your kid says he's going to jump into the exhibit, you should probably watch him and make sure he doesn't actually do it. Secondly, if you think your kid's going to jump in, put him on a damn leash or something. I mean, I see those things all the time. Like, obviously, your kid likes to run away and do stuff. Because she actually came back and said, you know... Your people are quick to judge. Don't say that you've never actually, you know, lost track of your child. Now, I've only been a dad for like two and a half months. But I know that if my child was one who would just run and take off, guess what? They're going to be on me at all times, especially at a zoo. Especially at a zoo where you can somehow fall into a gorilla exhibit. Now... Pete, oh, of course, Pete is jumping in on this and whatever. I don't really care about that. But I'm just waiting for this lady to sue the zoo. Because I know it's going to happen. She's going to sue the zoo. And probably she'll win a million dollars or something like that. And a part of me is thinking like, you know, did she do it on purpose to get a couple million if that's the case, I would have rather saw the gorilla just tear this kid apart. Call me call me a douchebag. I don't care. It is what it is. Sometimes I like to see some messed up stuff. But if she doesn't actually sue the zoo, then I feel like she didn't actually do it on purpose. 
But I guarantee you she's going to sue the zoo, and she'll win, unfortunately. I would honestly love to see the zoo sue her back for having to shoot their gorilla. But who knows? I've never been to the Cincinnati Zoo. You know, I live in Columbus, so the Columbus Zoo, it's, it's a lot better. And I've seen the gorillas, and it's impossible to fall into the gorilla exhibit. So that's a plus. Way to go, Jack Hanna. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll get back to it. Thank you for listening to the Warfighter Foundation Radio. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm. Nothing like a little Papa Roach to start your morning off with. Welcome back, everyone. So, I saw a picture, actually, yesterday, I think it was. And it was of uh, the one and only Miss Hillary Clinton on her little Memorial Day walk or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Anyways, so behind her, I notice. There's a, a a Navy sailor in his dress white uniform. Now, last time I checked, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's been, oh, I don't know, since the fucking 1800s, you're not allowed to uh, support a candidate or go to any type of rally while you're in uniform. Now, if you zoom in on this said sailor... This dude is jacked the fuck up. Well, one, he's he's at a Hillary rally. Two, his medals are all fucking... Looks like he put them on when he was having a seizure. They're all crooked. Horrible. His hat is so twisted. Or headgear. I guess I have to talk military. Basically, he looks like a big old bag of dicks, is what I'm trying to say. And it gets me to the point where... Unfortunately, there is no more military discipline. There's there's some people who who still like to uh who hold that standard high. But it's it's pretty much been thrown out the window. Once a whole politically correct people started taking over and you couldn't beat the shit out of people in the military and you you know, you only had you could, what it what is it in basic training? There's a rule, at least in the Army, probably not in the Marines. Unfortunately, they've got some bigger testicles than we do when it comes to this stuff. But in the Army, in basic training, there's only so many push-ups that a drill sergeant can make you do. How, how dumb is that? Like, I remember when I was in basic training, we were getting literally the shit kicked out of us. Push-ups, sit-ups, I mean... There was no rule. I remember doing like 
what was it? I think I think we did like three thousand overhead arm claps or something like that. Like that sucks. Now they can only do ten. Ten is like the max. When you start to to not discipline your soldiers, that's when military standards and military discipline just gets thrown out the fucking window. And I I hate to say it, but it's all the millennials right now. These little fucking losers that come out of school and they've never had a job and they've never been disciplined by their parents. These are the people who are are making the the military look like a bunch of pussies. Key in point is the West Point. The West Point has had two, uh, I would say, black eyes in the last, I don't know, couple weeks. The first one was this fucking bitch, and I'm going to call her that. I don't care if she's an officer. She can suck my dick. I'm not in anyways. She is marching and texting at the same time. When I saw that video, I don't condone hitting women. But if another, if I was a woman, I would have beat the shit out of her. Let's just say it that. She needed to be clocked in the fucking face. It's military discipline and, and holding military standards so high. That's why we have become the killing force that we are. And when you, like I said, when you start throwing that discipline out, that's when we start to get people killed and you you start losing wars. So, basically we need to go back to the old days, unfortunately, where you can literally do whatever you want. If, if, if somebody, you know, definitely, how do I say this? If they don't listen to you, or like I said, I mean, having an NCO... You know, or having a lower enlisted talk back to an NCO, like, how when did when did that become acceptable in the military? Like, I, I've seen it honestly plenty of times. Now, now I will say that there's some NCOs. I mean, even me as an NCO, I mean, I I guess I would say I hung out with lower enlisted. You know, when there was like parties or something like that, but they realized that. You know, when you they put on that uniform, at that same time, I'm, I'm still an NCO. Now, there's also some NCOs, one, one of my favorite NCOs that I've had. He didn't give a fuck what you called him. He, I, I called him Joe half the time. And, uh, you know, he, he knew, though, that he, he knew that people that deployed with him, like, you know, we deployed together. So I respected him because when I was a lower enlisted, I looked up to him. So now, you know, I... I got promoted and at the same time he he allowed me to call him joe now if there's somebody that he didn't care for he was going to call him you know sergeant that's just how it worked same with me i mean you know one of my best friends he was uh ranked below me i'm not gonna make him call me sergeant like but some fucking kid right out of basic if he called me Derek, i'd smoke the shit out of him but like I said, military discipline just needs to come back. You know, be proud of being in the military. I remember when I we wore our, you know, dress uniform. I spent hours making sure that thing was perfect. It looked fucking good. Because I wanted to look good. I realized that when I put on that uniform that I, I wanted to look good. 
so uh, basically what I'm just trying to say is let's get back to it, the old ways. If you're if you're still in the military, you know, call your your senior NCOs and NCO, a, a sergeant, sergeant first class, do that. Don't be a fucking dick to him. Just because he can't hit you in the fucking face doesn't mean that you shouldn't still uphold the military standards. Second West Point. Sorry, that was a that was a little bit of a rant. The second West Point black eye, I would say, is the the West Point female cadets who decided to take a picture with their fist in the air. Now, this is kind of a touchy subject, I guess I would say. I'm not I'm not saying this because they're they're African American. You you have to like I said before, that's not something that you should do when you're in uniform. And the fact that these women are supposedly going to to be in charge. They are our leaders in the military. Leaders. And that's why I honestly hate West Point. I hate the cadets. I just don't think that just because you went to West Point and you have a degree means that you can you can come in and and lead me. You're 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 better than me because you because you went to West Point. Now that being said, there have been plenty plenty of great leaders that came from West Point. But if you're a West Point cadet and you're listening to this, realize that when you get to your first duty station, you are the scum of the fucking earth. You really are. No one's going to respect you. I, I don't respect anyone, honestly, until they get a deployment under their belt. That's just how it is. Like, don't don't think that you're better than me. You're not. You've never had to test your your ability. All your shit that you've done has been training. So honestly, until you've had that deployment, I don't respect you at all. Now, I will say my the the officers that I've respected the most though have been NCOs before that. Cause they, they, they know how it is. They know they know the the way that of the NCOs. They know that we work the hardest. We are the backbone of the military, NCOs. So when they become an officer, goddamn, I have that much more respect for you. Because you were right there where I was. You were a private. You were the lowest of the low. And now you can lead soldiers. One, because you've already led soldiers. So yeah, cadets, don't like them. That's just how it is. So... Getting back to uh, another topic. So two more military members were they were uh, injured while fighting against ISIS. Now they they did come out and say supposedly that they were they weren't on the front lines. They were you know rear support or something. So blah 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 whatever. At the end of the day, it was still two military members injured by ISIS. I don't think they were killed. So that takes the toll to what? Like, well, let's see. You had you had a uh, Charles Keating. He was killed fighting ISIS. 
And he was a Navy SEAL. I mean, he was the best of the best. Now, when the best of the best is killed fighting ISIS, when are we going to actually realize that, hey, we need to go over there, start kicking in some fucking doors, and start killing these motherfuckers? It's going to happen. When you kill a Navy SEAL, that's an act of war. I feel like any other president, before our president now, would have sent the fucking troops over there to do some work, lay some hate. Why haven't we done this yet? What are they waiting for? Are, are they just going to let Syria, or not Syria, let the Peshmerga do their work? Yeah, I mean, they're they're doing okay. But they're not going to completely wipe them out. It's not going to happen. I, I look back to the to the World War II days. And as much as I don't want to see a another world war, this is the only way to defeat ISIS, though. Civilians die in war. It's the worst part about war. It's going to happen. Hate to tell you this, but let's be real here. Anybody who is still under ISIS control, if you're if you're living in an ISIS-controlled territory and you haven't left yet, more than likely you support ISIS. That's kind of the same thing as, you know, Nazi Germany. You know, we, we dropped leaflets and we pretty much said, hey, we're going to bomb the shit out of this place in a few days. You might want to leave if you don't want to die. That's what happened. And if they didn't leave, guess what? They had a bomb dropped on their head. Drop in warheads on foreheads. That's what we did. That's how you win a war, people. Unfortunately, you have to kill people to win a war. You can't do it by hearts and minds. So, when ISIS kills one of our are honestly elite soldiers, that's when somebody needs to grow a pair of testicles and say, all right, let's go in there and fuck shit up. That's what you got to do. Because let's be real, ISIS has already destroyed that entire country. Just ruined it. I mean, they they took down national monuments and national archives, and they've destroyed that entire country. So if you're still in Iraq at least ISIS-controlled territories, you support ISIS. So, it's a it's a shitty way to do it, but guess what? That's the only way to defeat these guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's been good to be, it's good to be back, you know. Uh, I do, like I said, apologize, though, for, for such a long wait on our podcast. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be back. There's going to be more podcast here soon we're gonna try to get another uh another group podcast going i think we've kind of figured out the uh the echo kinks i guess so hopefully the sound quality is going to be better than our first group podcast but we'll see but uh of course guys check out our facebook page warfighter foundation uh check out our instagram page 
Warfighter Foundation Actual. Um, check out our website, warfighterfoundation.org. Um, as always, you can listen to the podcast. Oops, those are my dogs. As always, you can listen to my podcast uh, on iTunes. Search Warfighter Foundation Radio. And we are also on SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud and search Warfighter Foundation. So, all right, guys, uh, we're going to end it with a song. So, enjoy. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.